ladies and gentlemen. Pay attention. This is your boy, the coach from the WWE. I would like to welcome you to the very first wrestling podcast in the world to take you on a weekly deep dive in the classic matches along with legends of the squared circle. Enjoy the discussion. Enjoy the back and forth. There's so much to get into. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Payoff. Jeff, rarely does a match get a this is awesome chant before any physical contact is made. This may be the first time that ever happened. Uh, I, I remember this well. It was just a sight to be seen, man. These two really awesome factions, probably both at their peak or, or close to it, squaring mm-hmm. off. Uh, man, you know, this was nine years ago. And in some ways, I, I think feels like it was 20 years ago. Uh, right. Yeah, really interesting. I'm, I'm excited to cover this one. You chose it. Why did you choose it? Yeah, this was one. Uh, just kind of wanted it. It'd been a while since we, you know, talked and and did Bray Wyatt, and so I wanted to make sure that we were covering some, um, <clears throat> excuse me, some Wyatt matches as well too. And um, this is one too, like one of the best. And so, uh, especially with everything, you know, Seth and. Uh, Roman and we're on the road to WrestleMania. Like, you know, you're seeing some of this stuff. I know recently we saw like, you know, Bray is still, um, this couple weeks ago at this point, but still, uh, on a ledger, put him on a legends contract. And so the family's still, you know, they're taking care of him, which is good to see. And so, um, and this is one I don't really remember. Like, I, I think it was, you know, really, well, you know, both were important factions. I think um, at this time, I didn't respect it for what it was or kind of recognize what it was. And so, yeah, just uh, um, uh, really kind of really cool to see everybody on their feet. And so, yeah, I think it's just one to kind of talk about and get into. Yeah, man, I'm uh, I'm pumped. To, I'm really pumped to cover this one. So this will this will be a lot of fun. Um I say we jump right into the build. Oh, it's time for the build. All right. So elimination chamber. I didn't realize how many of these things there's been. I mean, I, mm-hmm. it just, maybe we're just getting old, man, but it's just, it's kind of crazy, <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, this was, what, what did you say this was? This was like the fifth one. This is season five. five. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And which means we're in, you know, what are we at now? Season 14 or whatever of Elimination Chamber pay-per-views. God. Yeah, that's just the pay-per-view. We've had the matches separate from that, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, the February 23rd, 2014, we're in the Target Center in Minneapolis, 14,000 uh, in attendance. So, Cody Rhodes and Goldust uh, are going to defeat Rybaxel, which was Ryback and Curtis Axel by pinfall in the dark match. Um, Larry Henning was actually in the corner of uh, Curtis Axel and Ryback. Just mm-hmm. that Curtis Axel thing, man, it just nothing, nothing ever happened with it. Huh? Yeah. Unfortunately, I know they, yeah, what was it? Yeah. They tried and just, yeah, couldn't take off. Yep. So we start off with Big E, your intercontinental champion retaining against Jack Swagger. The New Age Outlaws, your tag team champions, who are they going to defeat to retain the titles? The Usos. Mm. It's fun. <laughs> Titus O'Neil defeated Darren Young. 
Then the match we're going to cover. Then Cameron defeated AJ Lee by disqualification uh, in four minutes. So, you know, we talked last week about the uh, evolution of the women's division, but four-minute popcorn match right there, you know? So it wasn't wasn't there yet. Mm -hmm. uh, Semi-made event, Batista is going to defeat Alberto Del Rio in seven minutes and 11 seconds. That match was seven minutes and eight seconds longer than I wish it would have been. I wish Albert <laughs> uh, Batista would have just powerbombed him and won. Uh, your main event, 37-minute uh, elimination chamber match for the World Heavyweight Championship. Randy Orton is going to retain his title against Daniel Bryan, John Cena, Cesaro, Christian, and Sheamus. So... A, a fun card overall. Um, the match we're going to cover was the match of the night. Uh, the main event was really strong too, and that's about it. So uh, from a storyline standpoint, how do we get to these two factions squaring off? Yeah, so we're going to see when we start this matchup, they're both kind of literally squared up face-to-face -face on this one. But we'll start. Um, well, Elimination Chamber taking place was February 23rd, 2014. Uh, we're going to go back actually to Survivor Series. It was November 24th. You had Harper and Rowan losing a tag team match. It was actually against Daniel Bryan or Bryan Danielson and CM Punk. Um, you then had, and this was uh, the kind of the storyline just uh, happening um, with Brian breaking off from the family. And so that's something I want to point out. While we got the Shield and the Wyatt, there, there was the bigger story was going on at this point with Daniel Bryan leaving the Wyatt family as well, too. And so uh, they had been you know, through December trying to recruit him. Um uh, or, you know, kind of playing off of that. So it was the final Raw of 2013. You had Brian defeating Luke Harper and then Eric Rowan in a gauntlet match that would lead Brian to facing Wyatt, uh, where then, of course, you had Harper and Rowan interfering, causing a DQ, kind of beating down Brian. And so he ended up joining the Wyatt family. But it was just a couple of weeks later. Um, uh, you know, he had been punishing Brian kind of, you know, for joining the family. So it was January 13th. Um, you know, kind of, you know, starting to show the signs of what was happening. And, and that was, of course, the huge moment of him sitting, you know, taking out Wyatt, sitting on the top of the cage, like kind of, you know, everybody losing their minds, the yes chance, just a craziness. And so, um, you know, before this, too, you actually was at the Rumble on January 26th. You had Wyatt defeating Brian in a singles match. That was actually the end of their feud. Um, and then you had Harper with two eliminations in the Rumble, Rowan with zero, and they were both eliminated. And so um, busy time for the Wyatt family, especially focusing on the Daniel Bryan stuff, and then Harper and Rowan just kind of doing their own thing. So uh, the Shield on the flip side, so they were actually, it was actually late November, they were feuding with CM Punk. There was a handicap match between Punk and the Shield, uh, tables, ladders, and chairs. Um, you had Punk winning that one, actually, because they, they, we were starting to see signs, and they weren't sure exactly what 
what they were doing with the shield at this point and starting to see signs of them breaking up. There was always dissension as well, too. We know eventually, you know, Seth and stuff like that with the chair. But um, it was actually in mid-December where they, what I was reading, WWE originally planned to break up the shield after the match, but they asked to remain together due to their lack of experience as singles wrestlers. And so kind of an interesting take there of what could have been if the shield broke up back in 2014 and, you know, we didn't get any of what we got. And so, um, but they really continue to f- uh, feud with Punk uh, heading into 2014 at this point. Um, but then uh, kind of how we talked about that Elimination Chamber, uh, it was the January 27th episode of Raw, the Wyatt family attack, John Cena, Daniel Bryan, and Sheamus during the Elimination Chamber qualifying match against the Shield. And so Cena's team got the win uh, by dis- or DQ, yeah, disqualification over the Shield. And so that is why the three of them, Cena, Bryan, and Sheamus, were in the Elimination chamber and so could have had the shield in that elimination chamber but obviously they were going for this wide shield angle as well too and so um and so that's how we ended up getting this match is because the shield wasn't in that elimination chamber match you get them taking on the Wyatt family in this match and so um other kind of just sidebar storyline that was going on here as well too um Ambrose actually had the U.S. championship and so um you had uh, kind of that going on as well, too. So just a lot of different angles here, a lot of different pieces moving. And, you know, makes sense just the singular storyline of these guys taking on each other. But uh, the, on the flip side, they all had other things going on as well, too. So a lot of moving pieces, but good stuff. Yeah. I mean, a lot, lot, of, lot of stuff going on. Really enjoyed the build for this, though. So um, let's get into it. We are at the... One, one hour. hour mark, one yeah. hour even, season five, Elimination Chamber 2014. Jeff, are you ready? I got it pulled up. Let's do this, man. It's time for the payoff. Oh, it's time for the payoff. We're squared up in the ring at this point. You got Ambrose. This was the loose cannon as well, too, if you remember when he was in WWE. And so Harper Rowan flanking Bray, kind of Bray antagonizing them. But Roman kind of holding back Dean as well, too. Seth just on the side of there. I love the blonde streak as well, too. Can't forget about that. And Seth looking good. Everybody looking good. Uh, (laughs) As well as the uh, flak jacket look uh, uh, that stuck around for so long with them. Yep. What timestamp are you at? What am I at here? I am at 138, 9, 40, Perfect. 41. All right. We're, we're on. And we're beating down each other. They faked it like they were going to the corners, and now we got everybody beating up on each other. This is just hot, man. Everybody's yep. standing up. I mean, yep. Six, Shield kind of clearing them out. Yep. Really, really good workers. God. Leading up to WrestleMania 30. Yep. This was this was on the network. I I think I think this was the first pay-per-view. I think they did the NXT takeover one that we covered. And then they did is like kind of a test run and then this and then WrestleMania 30. Uh it would make sense. Yeah. I don't think Royal Rumble. I think Royal Rumble was still like a, a traditional pay-per-view you'd pay for, but man. God, is this is February of 14. So, yeah, after last week, that would make sense that this one, this one kind of took place. So, yeah. yeah just two three-man factions, like, just, yeah, very distinct looks to them, you know? Yep. 
We're starting here. We got Rowan and Seth officially starting the match after the little quick beatdown. Yep. So Redbeard, red whatever. Yep. Yeah, man. I like. I, I'm. I would love it. I mean, it'll be years from now, but it's like there's a lot of the Shield stuff that I don't necessarily remember. Yep. So like they they come out in. 2012 at Survivor Series. And it was like the whole setup was it was like doing the dirty work for Punk, right? Yes. Okay. So they do that. And then, you know, you have all of 2012, you've 2013, this is in 2014. They, I mean, do you remember like the, do you remember the, uh, the uh, Triple H? Orton Batista matches like those. I were don't. Awesome. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't remember. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, those were. We'll those get some were, of those added. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, those were those were in there as well. So, like, you know, they. Yeah. The presentation was just so different. Like coming in from the crowd, like you know, just you know, we love a faction around here. We're a big fan, and so just how they were, you know, doing it was just it was just super cool. It really was. And then, like, I guess they broke up not that long after this. So this uh, would have been, yeah. like, June, okay, is when, you know, this ended. Then they, you know, they brought them back together a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it, it'll be, I mean, you know, you talk about, like, money matches. Mm-hmm. And... and who who knows if it could ever happen, but you know, given how big a stars they've become, I mean, if you could get to a three way at a WrestleMania with those three, oh my gosh, yeah, like I, I, I don't know, I don't think, uh, unlike you know, we talked about Jericho a couple of weeks ago and him going back one day. I don't know if Dean would ever go back. Um, yeah, I think he's it would one t- of the few you think, hey, he he may not ever. Like, I feel like, you know, it would take, I think the only people that could get him back would be Roman and Seth. Um, I don't think anybody management wise could get him back. And I don't Uh, even know if they're still friends. Like, I mean, he's such an odd ball. Like, right. Yeah. I could see Seth and uh, Dean not talking since he left the company, to be honest with you, you know, it's yeah. such a company man and the wife and the whole, you know, I, I, I could see them just not talking. I mean, not, not that there's anything bad, but just, yeah, we haven't spoken in years. So I don't like know if he'd be like close to them or that would sway him. Well, yeah. And you wonder like some of it, it's just the, um, I, I just don't see it swaying him for one. I just don't think that that would be possible. Um, but I think maybe with the right storyline, and like I said, it has to be Roman or it has to be Seth that kind of make the call. Um, but who knows? Prove me wrong, you know? Man. So now, you, now you've got Roman and Harper in the ring. Um, tagging in Ambrose, though. Uh, yeah, this was Dean when he was just... Like, you know, it comes out the wild thing now, but this is when, yeah, he was the loose cannon out there as well, too. Just wrestled really aggressively. Yep. Who's your favorite shield member? Seth. If I had a pick right now, like, it's definitely Seth. Just kind of, I, 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 that might reevaluate that after we look at, like, what, 
you know, we'll watch some shield matches and kind of see, but I, I feel like overall I, I like Seth more right now than I do Roman, but I mean, who knows? Seth does nothing for me. Yeah, I know. You've said that just before. Roman. You're just not. Yeah. yeah. So Ro- Roman number one for me, this current Roman, not the one that was forced down our throats for five years prior to that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. The Roman today. Right. Not uh and I, yeah, tri- I tribal chief, yeah. And I still believe that at some point Roman Reigns is the biggest baby face in WWE. It'll happen. We'll see the turn in our life. I don't know. Sure. I don't know how and when we'll get there, but I just feel like he's yeah, yeah, Seth and Harper tagging D back in. Here we go. Just kind of uh, everybody working hard at this point. We've said this, you know, that well, you hear it all the time. Like Bray, yeah, Bray has not been in yet. Um, just six man tag can get a little bit of a cluster at some point, but so far they're not doing too bad kind of with the tags and kind of keeping things moving. Yep. Do you, do you believe that Bray, you know, could have and should have been bigger than he was? Dean trying to knock everybody out. Ooh, huge drop kick there though. Yeah, so I think too, like you know, looking back on like kind of what Bray contributed, like I said, we're gonna uh, you know talk about him more. You know, I'm sure the next couple of weeks we got a couple another match of his and stuff like that. So Bray is in the ring now. Like, how was it botched so bad with him? Like, was Vince just not? Did he not like the character? Like, you know, his return before he died was just the pop was. I mean, it was CM Punk level of pop, like if not louder sometimes, I think. And so, when you know, I just, what happened? You with me there, buddy? Yeah. Something, something. There we go. Can you hear me now? Yeah, sorry about that. Th- yeah, something was wrong with something was wrong with your audio. Yeah, I got my headphone headphone cord pulled out. A yeah, because I was there. talking and you just ignored me like three times in a row. So then I put my headphones in, thinking it was my problem. And then my headphones still didn't work. And then I was like, oh, okay, yeah, this is what's wrong on your end. Yeah, well, then you didn't respond to me. Yeah, so th- yeah, this this is what happens when you do the show, everybody. So yeah, so uh, my question to you is, how did they botch Bray so bad? Nope, maybe not. No, we're we're good. We're good now. I just oh, I, I just my, I took my headphones out. So yeah, that was yeah. the question I was asked, asking you before. So um my my question was just like, what did you know, do you look at Bray like they underachieved or didn't do enough with him? You're kind of asking the same question. And I mm-hmm. mean, yeah, I I th- this guy was the the modern day undertaker. Yeah. Right? I mean, and, and and if that's not the right analogy, fine. It's 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 Mick Foley with like the multiple. Get, I mean, I, I God, there was. I don't I don't look back at a lot of talents and a lot of stuff and say what if. Like mm-hmm. I don't know how many. I mean, yeah, there's individual stuff of what if this guy would have won this match or what if they would have done this. But I mean, I don't know how many people I look at and go that career could have been so much more than it was. You know, yeah. I mean, 
could always look at guys and go, oh, Shelton Benjamin's a really good worker. I, you know, would have liked to have seen him in a better shirt. Okay, fine. But, like, I look at Bray Wyatt, and I believe that if you could go back and, and obviously, again, there's health things, there's things that are out of our control. But I think if you could go back to whatever he debuted and rebook it, he what 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 is the upside? I mean, I, I if I told you that he could have been a top ten all time star, I don't think that's an unreasonable statement. And I'm talking, you know, Undertaker type guy, you know, 50, twenty years, yeah. twenty year run where you look back and you go, well, he had this swamp creature, backwoods, creepy thing faction then he's the fiend then he's doing the funhouse stuff then you've got the you know the current incarnation and then you've got the ability for him to go out and just be bray right uh window rotunda you know like you look at all that and then you say you know the promo skills 10 out of 10 work rate really good you know you know really good worker you can do the supernatural stuff. You can play it straight. You know, the ovation he got at Extreme Rules when he came back. I mean, I, I just think that the ceiling on him was one of the all-time greats. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. Maybe it was his attitude. Maybe he wasn't in the best of shape. Maybe he was hard to work with. You know, health issues. I don't know. And maybe we'll never know. And you don't want to, you know, speak poorly of the the those that are not with us anymore but i just i look at him and i just think that that could have been one of the biggest stars in that company in history mm-hmm. yeah absolutely I, and i guess you and i'm thinking you agree with me on that yeah absolutely it is it's unfortunate because we'll never know and so but i think he was poised to um you know, kind of start taking up that mantle, especially with the return. I know we complained a little bit. It got a little long and the uncle howdy stuff. And it was just, some of it was getting a little weird sometimes, but on the flip side, like, you know, uh, who knows, like now, you know, where we have been today, like, you know, kind of in this lead up to WrestleMania and stuff like that, or, you know, what would it could have happened at the rumble and all of that. I think that we'll just, you know, the never know is, is kind of sucks. And I think it, we've learned too, since like he was universally liked backstage. I don't think there was anybody that, you know, it makes sense, but I think even more so than we knew and realized at the time, like everybody loved the guy, like he was fantastic. And so that's always cool to see. And so, yeah, it's just, um, and also like Luke Harper the same way ended up in AEW like too soon like you know it just it, it really sucks you know we, we know like we're living in the era where a lot of these older wrestlers are, are you know we know that you know something's going to happen to them eventually and time's going to catch up to them and on the flip side it, it sucks when like guys that are younger than us and you know don't expect that are dying as well too and and you know we don't get to see you know it sucks we don't get to see what could have been yeah yeah so these the, this combination these six guys were three of the top seven matches of Bray's career. Mm, okay. uh, also, there was a last man standing match with Cena Bray that was uh, four and a half stars. That'd be a fun one to watch. Yep, we got it on a list. Yep, okay. there was a Survivor Series match. There was the Elimination Chamber match. 
There was a five fatal five way match in Extreme Rules with Bray, Finn, Roman, Joe, and Seth. Uh, that's that's kind of fun. So, yeah, I mean, the guy's catalog was pretty phenomenal. Now, one of the you know knocks or whatever, and it's no different with the Undertaker, is there's some stuff that didn't work in there. But mm-hmm. creatively, you're taking these huge risks, right? Like the the Saudi match where it was all read out and it was him and Seth and oh, it just didn't work. I mean, but but like they tried something, right? And so they, I mean, the things they tried with this guy never bothered me. I, I think sometimes like even like the LA night stuff, right? Like his, I guess his last like real program, people didn't like that or bashed or whatever. And I mean, at the time I thought, this is fine, mm-hmm. right? I mean, like, like that pitch black match. I'm looking here. It got three quarters of a star. I don't know when you watched it at Royal Rumble. Did you think it was that bad? No, we we. Yeah, I think I, at the time we liked it because it was different. Yeah, I just didn't. I, I I don't know. I mean, I was just like, yeah, it was a little long. It wasn't wasn't a great match, but I didn't think it was horrible. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't, and I think that that that's hard to believe. That was earlier. I mean that was that was like only a year ago. Well, and we talk- seem a lot longer ago. Yeah, and we t- we hear it all the time. Like you know, we want new things, or they're not building new stars, but then they try new things, and we don't get new stars. Like you know, you got to pick your lane here. Of and, and we're, we we do it occasionally too. But and we and I, I know I've gotten better at it since we started the show. But like at a certain point, like yeah, okay, fine. Like they did it; it was fine. Like I didn't care for that. What is that zombies match or whatever it was? Like sometimes there's just going to be cross promotion. But you got to remember too, like there's been cross promotion of stuff in wrestling since wrestling has been around and so um, whether it's music or movies or whatever it is like how robocop showed up you know and so i think it's just one of those where it's and you know sometimes it's not everybody's cup of tea but then the next match like did you and i remember the first logan paul match did either of us expect to enjoy that match no but it was fantastic and so um you know there, there's just all those those kinds of things even like the bad buddy match in puerto rico like could i i you know Bad Bunny's a wrestler. It's crazy to say, but dude goes out there and puts in work, like, and he does the time and, and all that. And so, yeah, just kind of, you know, I'm all for trying to stuff, even with the, like the Cena match as well, too. So, uh, between Bray and him that they did more recently, you know, the kind of over the progression of the, his eras, if you will, if you know, some Taylor Swift shit. And so, yeah, I think it's just, um, you know, it's interesting to see how it plays out. But yeah, so, yeah, Seth going for the hot tag now with Roman. Here we go. Yep. Final uh, final match of Harper's career was actually against Cody. Oh, that's right. Yeah, four and a half yeah. star uh, strap match. Or, I'm sorry, that's dog right. collar match. Dog collar. Yep, I remember that. Yep. Wow, man, that's crazy. It teams on the outside looking phased here. You got Roman moving fast. Yeah, got taking everybody out as well too. Interesting. Yep. Well, this is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, brave with the save there. Yep, good stuff. You know, I mean, create creatively, like, I mean, it just wasn't good at this time compared to what it is now. Yeah, it really wasn't. And that's, I mean, that's the biggest thing. It's not like they didn't have the talent on the roster. But it's just, I mean, the 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 work that Triple H has done, and I'm sure Bruce Pritchard has been a huge, you know, asset as well. 
But I mean, oh, the yeah. that they've done the past couple of years have just been fantastic. Well, and, and that's interesting. You bring up an interesting point here. I don't think we have much match left here, but it everybody, the play, place is going nuts. Roman with a small package. One, two. Nope. Um, I mean, you can see like every, I mean, remember, this is the middle of the car. Yeah. Huge right? clothesline there. Middle of the car. Yeah. Everyone's on their feet. Place is going nuts. You got all, all six guys down. I mean, this is just fantastic. What is this article I'm trying to find real quick? Um, oh, yeah, that, that was awesome. So we talk about the, the uh, you know, oh, the bad booking and the creativity at this point. And so one of the things that was, it was, it was a Baron Corbin uh, article actually recently. We t- I, I guess the question is always, who's on your wrestling Mount Rushmore? Um, but the, the headline on the article was... Uh, Baron, who did like who does Baron Corbin like these wrestlers? Who, yeah, WWE star Baron Corbin picks these wrestlers' brains when he needs advice. Who is the I guess the minds on your Mount Rushmore when you're like, like if Baron Corbin's looking to people for advice, and we hear this all the time in AEW, like. Nobody like you know it's that that the persistent rumor of nobody ever you know uses CM Punk or asks for advice or you know people visit and they just they don't do anything and so but I guess who is not necessarily your Mount Rushmore but like some of these wrestlers at this point like who are you like who would you go to who do you want to talk to I obviously Shawn Michaels is on your list but like who else so I'll give I'll give you four names uh, one one's no longer with us Scott Hall okay guy was br- guy was brilliant everyone said that. Yep, and um, I did like uh, at a, a convention. I did like a meet and greet thing with him, where like we had lunch with him. There were like six of us that had lunch with Scott Hall. Yep. Dude, I mean, brilliant! Like just his mind for the business, and I mean, just so sharp. Yeah, absolutely. James Snake Roberts. Okay. Yep, he would be on my list too. Yep. Okay. Shawn Michaels and CM Punk. Mm-hmm. Those are my four. And hey, I'll give you five. Paul Heyman. Yeah, I feel like the, I, and I I feel like it's an interesting distinction because those people aren't necessarily going to be on people's Mount Rushmore of wrestlers. Maybe you know Punk, whatever Michaels, but at the same time, like it's a very different list when you start thinking about like who are you going to for that mentor? You know, who are you trying to get advice from the ring? Like you know, Dusty would have been one for me if he was still around. Like you know, I feel like the NXT. You know, everybody that came from that era of NXT are constantly like Dusty was the best thing ever to the wrestling industry. Like, you know, I wonder is one day Cody, you know, I don't know if he'll be that guy, but, you know, um, I think that's interesting. I think you got to look at guys that have like, you know, been around maybe different promotions, wrestled different styles, different characters, reinvented themselves. Like, that's the type of person that I would want to be looking for. Like you said, here, like, who was heel face? Like, where was it? Um, you know, where are you coming from type thing? Yeah, I think there's just so many names that who, you know, who are you going to? Um, and I forget who he said exactly was on his list. Uh oh, yeah, Tyson Kidd was he had on his list as someone uh oh, 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 yikes, yeah. That's Seth through the table, yeah. yeah big I mean, time. Tyson Kidd, he's apparently done a great job with the women. I mean, he does a great job with the women. Yep. I mean, just the the theatrics of this, like just the the Bray stuff. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I never the 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 Daniel Bryan uh, Wyatt family stuff. I just never got it. Just never did anything for me. I mean, part I think part of it is their reluctancy. I say WWE's reluctancy to go with the story. Like he got himself over, which is something that WWE does not like, and so. I think their reluctancy to buy into that. So you got uh, all three surrounding Roman at this point. Yep. Um, I think that's what hurt it. Like I can't imagine how it would have been different. Like they finally, you know, yeah, he got the title and they, you know, they, they worked out, but at the same time, like, yeah, I think there's just a lot that who knows, um, who knows what we could have gotten if they had actually put all of their weight behind it. Yeah, again, it was just a, again, it was a weird era. It was an era. So, like, here, here's how I'll explain this era here that we're watching versus now. I feel like in that era, and and I think this a lot of it just has to do with Vince McMahon. You know, love him, hate him. I mean, just a kind of a stubborn guy. I just mm-hmm. think a lot of it was like it felt like they were doing what they wanted to do, not what the fans wanted, and yeah. they were often going against the current. Yep. Now I feel like we basically get everything we want. And the only time we don't get what we want is when we get what we want six months or a year later. Yep. We want LA Knight. Well, we got him. We just got him a little later than we wanted, right? Yep. And we might get more of him at WrestleMania. Uh, we want Roman Reigns as a heel. Well, we, we got it. You know? Oh, we want Punk back. We got it. Yep. I mean, name name it. What what do you? Oh, L.A. Knight was a totally different character. Yeah. Oh, we wanted Cody to win at thirty nine. Well, maybe he'll win at forty instead. But I mean, you're you're getting you're getting everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, I think it's just a different philosophy of you know Triple H saying, all right, you know we're gonna we're gonna do what the fans want for the most part. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. don't think it's thought that way. Well, yeah, I think we've said this before, like, you know, it was uh, Roman getting psyched up here, but people like big spear there to Harper and Bray taking him out. Jeez. Sister Abigail coming, maybe. Yep. It's a cool finisher. Yep. Wow. So, yeah, missed or got this really weird to see Roman Reigns get pinned. Yeah, oh boy, yeah. Yeah. Like not and he yeah. hasn't been pinned since this. Yeah, not uh at least yeah, tag match on this point or, or triple or three way, but uh yeah, it's still crazy. I mean, what a match. They're just all clapping. Yeah. It was fantastic. They got cooking, yeah, absolutely. Wow. Very good. Yep. Excellent. All right. Let's get to the aftermath. Oh, it's time for the aftermath. What'd you think? Really good. I, a little chaotic on the front end, made a little sense in the middle there, and then you got a little chaotic in the end, but it was still really good overall. Dude, it was excellent. That was yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. Outside the ring, inside the ring, all the action was just really good. And so, um, so what happened on this one after the fact? And so um, it was, of course, at this one, the Shield losing to the Wyatt family. You had Ambro, Ambro, Ambrose, Ambrose and Bray were up in the crowd. Then you got Bray coming back. 
Um, but Ambrose not around. And so that was part of this as well, too, is then you only had Seth and Roman kind of fighting this one, um, kind of overwhelmed. And so it was two weeks later on Raw, the Shield lost a rematch against the Wyatt family, uh, which again, Ro- or, uh, Rollins walked out on that match. And so again, just kind of teasing the breakup over and over again. Uh, the Wyatt family on the flip side, like I said, they won that rematch. Um, and then another week later it was actually main event. The Wyatt family defeated the Shield in another six man tag. So th- this was really the end of the feud. When you're when you're on main, that is another crazy thing. On main event was where they ended the feud between these six guys. And so just kind of crazy to think that that's how it played out and where they ended. Um, PWI on this one, I'll kind of go in order of the teams here. Uh, Rowan was 57. Harper was 34. Bray was six. You had Ambrose at 18, Seth at 12, Roman at seven. And so um, the observer on this one, Shield versus Wyatt. So this was special. The teams came out for a stare down, and the crowd spent several minutes chanting, this is awesome, followed by dueling chants for both teams. Bray was screaming at Dean Ambrose that he was the wink link, which Dean was not happy to hear. Finally, a brawl broke out, and the Shield cleared the ring. Uh, he prepped to hit Bray with a spear, but Harper returned to take the bullet. Bray then wiped Reigns out with a back elbow and finished him off with Sister Abigail for the win. Announcers pointed out for a year and a half, the Shield had always managed to outnumber their opponents and now they're getting beaten by their own game fans were swaying back and forth to why it's music this was a great great pay-per-view match and if this was the last time we see the shield as a unit they went out on top four and a half stars so tom where are you giving this one dude i like eight and a half yeah i loved it I, i i just i love these guys i loved it a plus yeah, I'm at an eight and a half too. This is one too. I think it was a little I, chaotic in a good way, and so that's what I would tell people. Like if you're, you know, trying to find a match like that, like this is one that yeah, absolutely worth it. Really good, uh, just a good one to check out overall. Yep. There you go. Yeah, How do we do? Stuff. Not too bad, man. I'd say, like I said, we're on the road to WrestleMania. Like that's feeling good. Like we got all kinds of, you know, just things happening over the next couple of weeks. I'm gonna pull up the list right here. Uh, next week, we're what do we got going on here? We're going to WCW. Uh, crazy Sting Invader. We talked about Sting a little bit last week, and so uh, the White Castle of Fear Strap Match. I for you know, there's a, like we were talking about uh, placement and our you know product placement. This is a big one. Uh, and then we're go- staying uh, within the the true Wyatt family, or rather the the Wyndham family on this one. And we're doing uh boat like this. After we talked last, we were going back to NXT arrival for Bo Dallas and Neville. And so that should just be interesting. Um, and then we're getting, uh, we're, we, we are in the WrestleMania uh, season hardcore at that point. We got one more match after that. Uh, not a great match. The doomsday cage match, Hogan Savage and the Alliance. And then we're on the road domania, which we'll kind of save the spoilers for that for a later date. But yeah. I'm ready. And just exciting time in wrestling, man. Yeah, absolutely. And so, um, yeah, so enjoy the chamber. Chamber's uh, two weeks away at this point. And so we get to watch that as well. Um, yeah, I do have uh, who has been, who has won, because we're not covering a chamber match here. Who has won the trivia for the day, the most elimination chamber matches? John C. Triple H at four. That was my next guess. There you go. Yep. It's a little trivia to send him home with. So, Tom, send him home happy, man. All right. Well, we appreciate everyone listening, and we'll see you next week on an all-new episode of The Payout.